Welcome to Flicks. My name's Daniel Swan. This is episode 82, in which myself and my lovely wife, Tiffany B, discuss Justice League, the first big screen outing for Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, The Flash. Will it finally be the amazing DC film that we've all been waiting for? Probably not, but maybe... method of releasing the big group team up um, four years after the canon is established 2017 we see the long awaited very very long awaited uh, arrival of the Justice League in a big cinematic well for the first time ever I think outside of cartoons and kind of on Smallville. Um, yeah, so this is the uniting of DC Comics's big heroes. Your Supermans, your Batmans, your Wonder Womans. Uh, and in this film, your Flashes, your Aquamans and your Cyborgs with possible room in the future for maybe a Green Arrow, maybe a Green Lantern. Maybe a Martian Manhunter. Lots of places to go. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we went to see this film the day it came out. Well, the day after it came out, I suppose, but at noon. Um, the we, of course, I'm joined by the Lois Lane to my Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> To my James Masters from Superman Returns, um, Tiffany B. How are you? Hello. How you doing, babe? I'm good, thank you, babe. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah. So I uh, dra- dragged you, dragged, dragged you, yeah, dragged you dragged, to this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give a synopsis, or uh, should I give a synopsis? I think you should. Okay. Um, so, where are we at the beginning of this film? This will contain mild spoilers for the preceding films, but hey, get over it. Get over it. Deal with it. Um, so, Man of Steel uh, introduced us to Superman, to Kal El, to Clark Kent, um, the alien crash landing onto Earth, being raised by a couple in Kansas, um, who teach him to kind of hide his powers away and shy away from his heroic potential. Uh, and it was kind of caught between two fathers of the Jonathan Kent father of his Earth life and Jor-El of his Kryptonian life. And then that finishes. And that was, he was kind of the only person in that film, uh, only kind of mm. superhero that we saw in that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, although there were some references, there were references to Lex Luthor and there are references to uh, Bruce Wayne being around. He's, he, the Wayne Enterprises logo showed up a couple of points. Uh, then we go to Suicide Squad. Was that after? No, Batman v Superman. Colon Dawn of Justice, where we find out that Batman not only is is around, but has been around for some time because mm. he's an older dude. Yeah, he's a Ben Affleck aged dude. A little bit of grey creeping in on the temples. Uh, also introduce us to uh, 
Diana Prince Wonder Woman, although we didn't really know that much else about her. Mm. Kind of teased the rest of the team as well. There were little kind of video teaser trailers of Cyborg and Flash and Aquaman. Um, And Lex Luthor had gone to the trouble of uh, designing logos for them as well, which was very sweet of him. Very nice. Very nice of him. Um, And, yeah, obviously introduced us to Lex Luthor. Uh, The conclusion of that film, spoiler alert, uh, Superman uh, presumed dead, sacrificing himself to kill Doomsday, the, uh, the Kryptonian monster that Lex Luthor created by trying to resurrect... Um, uh, General Zod's body from Man of Steel. It turned into this big monster and uh, then Superman ended up killing it at the end but killing himself at the same time. Everyone's very sad. Um, Wonder so Woman... Na- oh, we're not on this film yet still. Well, Wonder Woman was in between there as well but that was that finished kind of at the end of World War Two. Inconsequential, yeah. This film, so but just setting her up as yeah, it? setting her up, and at the end of that film, her man crush, man crush Monday, um, Chris Pine, everybody's man crush Monday, um, perished, presumably so. perished, or definitely perished, presumably perished. I think, so yeah. there's possibly a chance of him coming back, but I'd say it was probably doubtful. Um, yeah, but then she, you know, saved the world in that from Ares, God of War. But wait, that's weird, isn't it? Because wasn't that set in, like, wartime, Second World War time? Or First World First War? First World War. Oh, yeah, First World War, yeah. So he's definitely dead. Yeah. How is she still around? She's just magic. She's Amazonian. Okay. She's, I guess, been around since Greek God times, hasn't she? Oh, yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah, so she's otherworldly. And there's all of the uh, Amazons as well living on the... Paradise Island of Themyscira, which is kind of hidden, but kind of not. Um, Yeah, which leads us to today. This film. This film. Uh, Superman (laughs) did. Everyone's sad about it. Despite the fact I'm not really sure that he was that revered in the films. We didn't really see that much evidence of it. Mm. Maybe because when he died, they realised what a good person he was. Very possibly, very possibly. Um, so yeah, everyone's miserable, um, and Batman uncovers, or Bruce Wayne rather, uncovers um, some kind of signs that there's some kind of invasion coming. And then he meets those flying bat type. Yeah, so things. there's these kind of creatures that we saw glimpses of in uh, Batman v Superman. Um, yeah, so he gets a sense of, oh, maybe something's coming, and so he needs to protect the world from that, and so he continues his plan to assemble um, a team to avenge um, something. Oh, not the Avengers, though. Oh, gosh. To get justice. Oh. Something. Yeah. In a league of some kind. (laughs) So, justice. League, if you will. If if you will. Um, Yeah, so that's where we are. We're not doing a producer's pitch for this. Because it's too hard. Because it's tricky. Because it's just a superhero film, so just deal with it. If you like superhero films. But yeah, who would you you recommend this film to, Tiffany B? A specific person. No. 
because they probably wouldn't the person listening probably wouldn't know no that's who. true um a person who likes more serious moody superhero type films okay so I don't know who that person is. Who would you recommend it to? Yeah, I would recommend it to someone who obviously loves... I, I would recommend it to somebody who loves DC Comics characters. Yeah. They like would Superman or Batman. Superman, or Batman, Wonder Woman, all of those. Yeah. Because there is, like... I've always been more of a Marvel guy, personally, but there is still a kind of a thrill in seeing all of these iconic characters. Because, you know, is arguably... Superman and Batman are two of the most iconic fictional characters ever. Ever, mm. you know, up there with Jesus. Jesus, absolutely. Um, like everyone knows who they are, and everyone has a kind of some understanding of what their character is. Oh, he can fly, and he's an alien, I think. And oh, his parents got killed, and he fights crime and stuff. Yeah, like in a way that they wouldn't necessarily with some other people. Like, you know, Thor. I mean, it's changed a little bit now with the Marvel films, but, you know, before the Marvel films came along, if you ask people, oh, what's Captain America's deal? Like, ah, I wouldn't even know who he was. Well, there we go. There we go. Um, so, yeah, there is still a thrill of seeing these characters kind of yeah. interacting. So a DC fan. A DC fan, I think, would get a kick out of it. And this is going to sound quite insulting, and maybe it's designed to be, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, Somebody who's a big fan of superhero cartoons. Okay. Um, because uh, DC do their cartoons better than Marvel, mm. for the most part. It's something that they're known for. Okay. Their, their animated output far surpasses Marvel's. Um, and this kind of really reminded me of like an, ex- an extended episode of the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. It's all, it's very simple. It's a very simple story. There's no sense that, you know, this isn't Inception. There's no sense no. that you'll get lost watching this. There's always a, right, we need to do this and we need to go here and we need to punch him. Yeah. Um, which is good. It's kind of all superhero films, though. But there's, a, I don't know, I feel like yeah. other films there's a bit more, there's maybe a bit more going on. Okay. A bit like, a bit of mystery to them. Whereas this, you know right from the start, you know who the bad guy is, you know what he's going for. You know what he's trying to do. Here's what we need to do to stop him. Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. So that's who I'd I'd recommend this to. Cool. If you're not one of those people... Probably not. You might not love it. Yeah. If you... I I feel like it's... it's, um, DC films traditionally have fared quite poorly in comparison to Marvel films. Yeah. Personally speaking and critically speaking as well. That seems to be the consensus. Um, yeah, so that's why I said about like serious. So if you like superhero films, then you, it, this still might not be good for you, because if you think about superhero films, you might be thinking of Avengers and yeah. that like kind of Spider Man type of thing. And so I feel like this is more of the serious ilk of that genre. Although it's more, I mean, when you just say serious, you kind of. Kind Moody. of brings to mind like the Dark Knight trilogy a little bit. Like that's a serious. It's more like that than it is like the Avengers. Really? Well, I mean, in mood, yeah. I feel like they brought a lot more humour to this one. Yeah. Than they have done before. Yeah, but 
I said it was more like that, not entirely like that. Yeah, but you said it was more like The Dark Knight than... Yeah, I think it is. Well, that surprises me. Not entirely, like I say. But, but closer if, if to there's that. a spectrum, yeah. Well, that does surprise me. Well done. Um, yeah, but I, uh, generally speaking, it's, yeah, it's, I would say it's not as good as a lot of the, yeah, all it's, of the Marvel It's got films. a very different tone, I think. Yeah. Marvel feels a lot more comic booky. Mm. This feels a lot more broody. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, we spent like 25 minutes on that. Yeah. But we, we, you know, we want to let people know what we, what we think and whether we recommend it and... Generally, I wouldn't. No, I don't. It's not. It's not an amazing film. Certainly not. Go to the cinema. No. Probably not if it was just on. But <laughs> if maybe if someone forces you to. If like you know, you just on a plane maybe, and you might be drifting in and out. Yeah. You're kind of on the back. The back of guns. It's quite damning. Um. Or. Yeah, something to fall asleep to. I'd say. <laughs> A really good Sunday afternoon sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> Have your roast meat and some yeah. potatoes and some vegetables, yeah. lashings of gravy, a yeah. little bit of apple crumble with some custard. Yeah. Chuck Justice League on. Have a little kit. Yeah. Have a little kit with that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Um, if you have seen Justice League and you're thinking to yourself, Jesus Christ, just get on with it, guys. Well, understandably. Understandably, sure. Um... Your luck is in, because we're just about to play the jingle, and then once we play the jingle, all bets are off. Jingle jangle. Spoilers, we're right in. We're going to spoil this whole thing, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We're just about to spoil this film. So I'm telling you, it won't be groovy. If you listen any further, without watching the movie. What a great jingle. Wowzers. Wowzers. Jingle jangle. <laughs> so we will be discussing Justice League. Justice Here we are. League. Um, League. I don't know. Um, okay. With our patented five point rating, rating system. system. Yeah. yeah. That could be a catchphrase. <laughs> we could make some merch. And I yeah, five point rating system. This is a successful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tiffany V. Uh, Give us a point, will ya? Give us a point to a little old man, will um, ya? Okay, so I'll start with a positive. Well done. Um, which is uh, kind of. Uh, different to what I just said to you. (laughs) But the positive is humour. Humour. Just because there was some here. (laughs) Um, And I think it's a film that needs it. And I I, I struggled with this because I also feel like the humour was a little bit, a little bit strong-armed in at times. It felt a little bit awkward, yeah, a little bit forced, a little bit stilted. Sure. Um, but there were also times when it was good and I mm. liked it. Um, I think the Flash guy obviously had a lot of the humorous yeah. and the um, Aquaman guy. Yeah. Also, they kind of held up their, most of the humor. Yeah. Um, but 
I felt like Batman in this was also a little bit more yeah. self-aware, a mm-hmm. little bit more kind of, um, you know, willing to poke fun at himself and mm-hmm. not really so much joking, but a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit more self-aware, a little bit more kind of light. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I thought that was a good point that that was. <laughs> that you've just made. <laughs> No. I think it's a really good point to make. <laughs> um, well, yes, but um, yeah. So I thought it was good that there was there was some humour there, and it didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. And um, yeah, that there there was some lightness in it because these films, especially Batman, Superman, just very very moody and broody yeah. and heavy and dark and everything's the worst. Yeah, and. Um. Yeah, it it just it can get a bit much, I think, yeah. especially with the length of them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, humor, I think, was um a good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the like I say, the Flash guy, I think, did a good job. If he maybe was, a little bit too much. Yeah, he was a little bit, a little bit too kind of spazzy. Yeah. Um. Well, he just he... was a little bit too too geeky, like. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there are people that are that geeky, but it felt a little bit forced. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm a geek. I speak like this and I think everything's this and I'm scared of everything. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. So I think. And the brunch thing. Yeah. It was like kind of trying to. Really get... like uh, where it came from nowhere. Yeah. And then. And it's the kind of thing that you think that they thought was hilarious. It's like, it's not that. Like, yeah. Fair question. I don't understand. It <laughs> That's either. hilarious, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Bloody hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it seemed like the kind of thing that why would I don't understand why he wouldn't understand it, like him being super fast. Yeah, I don't think means that he wouldn't understand the concept of queuing. Well, up for I a think meal. it's it's more that he finds it confusing. Why would someone do that? You know, like you can't relate to it. Not he yeah. doesn't actually understand what they're doing. Okay. <laughs> I think it's clear that it didn't work for me. Um, <laughs> the more that I'm explaining it, the more it's clear that well, you didn't get it. You know. And so therefore it wasn't um, funny. But yeah, on the whole, he was funny. Um, I thought Aquaman had his funny parts. I really liked the bit where he was under the effect of Wonder Woman's lasso. Oh, yeah. That, that was funny. Although I liked that, but I felt like it was entirely confusing and unclear when he was under the lasso. Yeah. Like they didn't like have a moment of... Yeah. Changing and I don't know, I found it a bit I think the editing was a bit strange there. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um and I think yeah, Batman had had a couple of funny bits. I really liked uh Wonder Woman's line when Batman's working on his tank thing and she walks in and he's like, Oh, I spent millions of dollars on my security system she's just very offhand, like, Oh yeah, it looked expensive. Yeah. That's a nice line. Um yeah, and it seemed like they were going for humour more yeah. with this than they had done before, which yeah. is good. Because yeah. it's, you know, unless you're doing a Dark Knight, a, a kind of Dark Drama-y Knight trilogy. Type yeah. Thing. Yeah. Where it's like, this could be in the real world. Yeah. Um, then you've, you've got to acknowledge you've the inherent it. silliness of it all. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you're just, you know. Especially when doing it's Batman that long. v Superman. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. If I had a criticism, I would, like, I like. In terms of um, Batman being funny, 
I like Batman's humour coming from the fact that he doesn't really have a sense of humour. Like how? That's my kind of bat. Like oh, just being very dry about one. things. No. Oh, okay. I, I like him being very much like him being the straight man and therefore not maybe not really, I don't know, not not, not understanding humour, but kind of... Not engaging in it. Yeah. And that's funny in and of itself because yeah. he's the kind of boring straight guy. Yeah. I quite like that. But mm. it, yeah, I, I thought it was, yeah, um, the humour brought a, a bit of levity to, to yeah. it and yeah that was good so i agree with that cool good. was that one of your points or not um was that one of my points uh no but i will go with batman uh-oh um him Shocking. being characterized uh a lot better than batman v superman for me okay um some of it was still a little bit questionable i you know i like him being a genius yeah you're as we discussed attached to that it's just my it's just the my strongly held belief that Justice League Batman, separate from regular street level Batman, which is my preferred Batman, if I'm honest. Okay. Because that's So not this Batman. Not this Batman necessarily, but if you're gonna have this Batman, if Batman is gonna be rubbing shoulders with Superman and Wonder Woman and Green Lantern and all of these super duper powered people, he needs his own superpower. And his own superpower needs to be his brains. Yeah. Like the fact that he's the ultimate chess master. He's always thinking 12 steps ahead. Even when it seems like he's making a mistake, he's not making a mistake because he's blah, blah, blah. He's still got vulnerabilities because he's maybe not as kind of emotionally, you know, kind of uh, attached to people or he's not as, you know, he he's very... You know, he doesn't like making connections with people because obviously parents and blah, 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 all of that kind of stuff. So it's just kind of him and Alfred. Um and so, yeah, he's he's not like that kind of perfect character. Mm. But in a kind of tactical sense, he needs to be like off the charts. Mm. Um, and they, But they did bits of that, which mm. I really, really liked. So that, uh, when he was uh, trying to goad Wonder Woman in that oh, scene yeah. and having a go at her. And I was like, this doesn't seem like Batman just kind of picking a fight with somebody. But then in the next scene, when he's talking with Alfred and he's completely different and he's saying, well, I needed to do that to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, right. Okay. This is great. Yeah. To try and like get her to see or get her to do whatever. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's the master kind of he's manipulator. Yeah. yeah. And that nobody, like even when he's on a team with people, that's still not necessarily the real him. Yeah. He's always got some kind of game going on. He's always got some kind of plan that he's yeah. put in place. Um, uh, him making references to the big guns when uh, talking with Superman. Oh, and I yeah. and I thought in my head, because it's a Zack Snyder film, I was like, oh, has he got some kind of S- Wayne Enterprises satellite or something? Was some kind of, uh, you know, die another day super laser beam that can take Superman out. But no, his big guns is bringing Lois Lane in and that's going to calm down the beast. I thought that was really nice. Uh, And the possibility that there was kind of a couple of little vague references at the end when he kind of shoots down that tower in his bat plane Mm. and then the bat plane crashes and the Batmobile goes, shoots out the back, which is super cool. Um, And then there's a kind of a little reference of like that. Maybe his plan was to kind of sacrifice himself. Like to kind of maybe commit suicide, not suicide, but like to kind of willingly go into a situation that he's probably going to die. Mm. And then maybe he's doing that to kind of galvanize the team as well, because he thinks, well, if I die, then that's going to bring everyone else together in an Avengers Agent yeah. Coulson kind of thing. So I like the fact that in this one, Batman seemed, seemed like clever. Was, yeah. 
Um, and I think, yeah, that's what Batman v Superman was missing. Yeah. Um, because he just seemed like an idiot. Like, super rash and impulsive and making odd assumptions yeah. about things. And you Yeah, know, you didn't like that at all, did no, you? No, I thought he was very badly characterised in that bit. And this, I thought it was a lot better. Cool. Positive. Thumbs up. Woo! Okay, I have another one then. So mine is negative. Oh my gosh. Um, I felt like this film didn't really have a very good story. Sure. Um, and when you think about what was happening, and I think you've already mentioned the simplicity of it, mm. but I also think it often, when you break it down, and I, this happens with all superhero films for me, but it didn't really make very much sense. Okay. You know, like I think I mentioned to you, they're kind of recruiting this team to beat the villain when ultimately it's just Superman. Yeah. Um, and so you <laughs> yeah, could have just a very good point. Yeah. brought Superman back and then you would have been done. You wouldn't have had to do the whole song and dance of the whole, like, let's get the gang together. Because yeah. the gang ultimately achieved nothing. <laughs> you know? Apart well, the, from the, that they, they uh, help get Superman yeah, back Superman, yeah. um, but you know like yeah. yeah there are a few things that I don't really get like I didn't get the beginning bit with um, Wonder Woman the bank uh, the uh, court the old Bailey thing yeah I don't who were they yeah well do they have anything to do with anything <laughs> nothing I don't think but I'll tell you what they had to do something <laughs> nothing well you know and there's these time. kind of things that you're like wait why did that even happen? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. There was a lot of the story that I felt was very meandery, very unclear. And I think possibly, you know, knowing the the, the kind of genesis of the film and mm. stuff, that maybe that is a re- result of two different directors. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just thought, God, what is going on? <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, what's happening? What, what now? Oh, God, no. Um, but just a little bit, I don't know. It didn't have the right peaks and troughs for me. Yeah. It was very kind of unclear, especially towards the end, when you were building up to the big fight. Yeah. Because also, ultimately, the big fight was Superman punching him. Yeah. You know, really. Yeah. And so it just is a bit lacklustre. Um, I felt like it didn't have the right stakes built up, the right kind of consequence, mm-hmm. the right kind of characterization, um, and so ultimately, I think the story didn't work. In this, it had a similar feel to Suicide Squad in that it was like we're gonna delight in introducing you to these new characters, mm. and then once we've got them all together, we're not really sure what to do. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, yeah. we've got these great characters, yeah. and they kind of write themselves, and, and it's really cool, cool to yeah. like introduce them and have these cool scenes. But oh, they're all in a room, and now what? Like you know, yeah. it feels like they wrote half the film, and then was like, okay, so I just you know kind of hoped something would come to me at this point. <laughs> it hasn't. Um, so I guess maybe let's just get Superman in. I, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. I felt like the story, which is a shame because for me I'm a big story person, mm-hmm. and without it, 
you have to do a lot of good character work mm. to get me on board. Yeah. And I didn't quite feel like it did. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, it did have a very simple story, ultimately. Like, super simple. Steppenwolf needs to find three boxes and put them together. Yeah. And we need to stop Steppenwolf finding three boxes and putting them together. Yeah. So we're going to recruit these people, we're going to get them together, and then we're going to try and stop stop him from putting the boxes together. And if he's already put the boxes together, we're going to try and take him apart again. We'll get them like, That's the story. Be fine. That's the story. Yeah. In their defence, I feel like they had to do that because they'd kind of left themselves so much to set up. Yeah. Like Aquaman's yeah. new yeah. in the film, The Flash is new in the film, Cyborg's new in the film, yeah. Steppenwolf's new in the film. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot that they needed to um, set up, which uh, was too much um for me so i'm, I'm gonna make points? that's gonna make one of my points that it tr- it tried to do too much yeah there was a lot going on yeah um even though there wasn't really anything going on yeah um i feel like they did quite a good job with cyborg and yeah. i feel like part of that is because his origin was tied in to what was going to the mother boxes yeah so he was kind of there was a reason for him to be there yeah Aquaman, I mean, you could argue that he was there because Atlantis had a mother box. Yeah. And Steppenwolf stole it and smashed up a load of stuff. Yeah. So then he's like, right, I'm going to be in there. Flash, no real reason for him to be there. No. But fair enough. There's no reason for Spider-Man to be in Civil War. But it's fucking amazing. Um, So there was a lot to set up. Mm. It kind of just tells you mm. at the beginning so atlantis is a real thing and that that was a thing that happened in the past so just like that's just get on board with that yeah very very quickly not saying okay so all of these things that you've heard about atlantis and this you know mystical sunken city yeah. it's all true it's like no 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 so the atlanteans wait atlantis from atlantis yeah yeah, yeah atlantis the sunken city yeah so they were fighting with the amazons from so we set them up in wonder woman so that's all fine so you can't ever go with about that and then there's a, a green lantern flying around which was super cool let's take a moment and say that, that was really cool to see a green lantern knocking around okay wonderful we've taken that moment we've taken that moment Let's move on. It's over. Um, it's over. We're all done. Um, yeah, so I feel like that was kind of hand-waved a little bit. I think that the Flash's introduction was done quite well in that kind of hand-wavy kind of way. Like There were a couple of little mentions given to how he became what he's become. Lightning. Struck by lightning. And he's like, oh, that's a simplified version of it. And a little kind of his little kind of explanation of what the speed force is or what he thinks the speed force is and how he can do the things that he can do in a similar way to again going back to civil war going in a similar way as how they did spider-man and how they did black panther so these are characters that are introduced in a film that isn't their film so it just needs to give you enough to kind of get you on board Mm. but then leave a lot of questions so it's like so Mm. you want to watch their film to find out the answers for that you want to watch the flash to work out what's going on with him aquaman for the most part i thought was fine yeah. Um, I thought he's, you know, he's a big guy. He's he's can swim really well and all of this kind of stuff. More power to him. More power to him. Strong dude. Loves a fight. You get that sense very much with him. You get the great the thing scene of with the drinking the whiskey, slow motion whiskey drinking, and then the big wave, just like 
big pink neon bubble letters above him saying, this guy's cool. All right, he's fucking cool. So just like, oh, isn't he cool? Um, And that was all great and that was all fine. But then there was that little weird scene with Mira in Atlantis. Is that, oh, yeah. Amber Heard. Yeah. And they just try and plug in all of it, like make vague references to, well, there's some yeah, of the king. Yeah, and who the hell was that? Because I don't know who, I don't, I can't really remember who he is. Or she is. Or she is. But they, and so or they try and establish their kind about. of yeah. relationship in a minute. Yeah. And I just thought that, just don't, we don't need that in this yeah. one. We don't need that in this one. It doesn't really matter. It's yeah. enough to know he's from Atlantis. He's super powerful. He comes to this city. Steppenwolf smashes the thing up. And so he's like, Steppenwolf! And then he comes and helps. That's all you need. Yeah. Save all that shit for the film. Yeah. You don't need it. Um, so that was fine. That was fine. That was fine. That was fine. Yeah. So I just thought, yeah, it left itself too much to, to set mm. up. Um, and then, and the, the bad guy as well, Steppenwolf, mm. very much one note. Mm. But then I kind of can get on board with that because you've already got enough going on we don't need another we don't need to really understand what his backstory is he's a bad guy trying to put three boxes together but by doing that it the the rest of it there was a lot of scenes that yeah weren't really part of telling the main story which left it which is another point that i'm going to make i'm just flying barreling through them okay the word is disjointed 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 which I used meandery. Yeah. Do you think that's a similar point? Or um, really? I would say meandery is more of a kind of Jim Jarmusch film kind of thing where it's like okay. characters like... Um, I just think that's there was... That's not what I meant really, but okay. I just use better words and then we'll all know what you mean. That's the fun thing about Well, language. I wasn't talking about characters. I was talking about the plot. Cool, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, the early scenes with... <laughs> grimace at me yes um the early scene with yeah with wonder woman throwing the bomb up on the thing it's like what's who are these Nobody what's cares. going on here it's not relevant we don't need it and like if it's just like a kind of Setting what's known as a, a batman open yeah of just an unrelated thing yeah then just shorten it down yeah. you don't need as much of it as we got yeah. just have her beating everybody up um the Batman. And then I think they hammed it up, didn't they? Because she's so because, popular. Yeah, everyone loves Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, even though she's... And we'll take a little sidebar at the moment just to talk about her costume, which, for some reason, didn't stand out as much in Wonder Woman as being ridiculous. I think it did. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like for this, it's possibly because Wonder Woman is directed by a woman and this was directed by Zack Snyder. Who's obviously a pair. Who once made a film about hot girls shooting guns and killing robots and stuff. What's that? Sucker Punch. Oh, God. Is that him? That's him, yeah. Jesus. So he's obviously a bit of a perv. And so I think just some of the kind of camera angled camera shots. And legs. And, yeah, were yeah. just screaming, like, look at everybody else covered from. Yeah, because it's like, like we said, they're going to war. Wrist to neck. And they've got, like, armour on. Yeah. And she's there with a little skirt. And, it's and like, her arm's all out. Like, yeah. It's just stupid. And even if World War One, you get the sense like, right, so it's ages ago, this is her first foray into the world of man, she's doing whatever she's doing, blah, blah, blah. This is just her kind of, you know, they're all dressed like that on Themyscira, even though they're not really, it's not quite as skimpy as it yeah. is, but still, fair enough. But by this point, yeah, you'd hope that she would have just got some kind of, 
something better else outfit, to wear. Something yeah. a bit more practical. And it can be the same, Keep you know, color character, scheme. Uh, yeah, colours and like all of the Marvel ones and all of the superheroes actually have had an updated version. Yeah. And I know hers is updated, it's not exactly the yeah. same. But it's like, come on. Mm. Let's just think about the practicality. Maybe let's of this. update it with some sleeves. Yeah, she needs sleeves. Mm. She's there. Like, they're all in armor and stuff. Mm. Like, at one point, apart from anything else, she'd be freezing cold. <laughs> like, everybody else is standing there She'll all armored up. And she's standing there, like, pretty much naked. Yeah. And, you know, like, on this desolate, like, I can't remember where they are or what's going on. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> And I just thought, oh, well, that's just stupid. Get that girl a cardigan, will you? <laughs> Jesus. Chuck a bloody Christmas sweater on her. She's <laughs> freezing her nips off. You know, give her a chance. And I, I, even then, okay, fine, you're going to have her half naked. Well, not fine. I don't want that. But if you are going to, you're going to have to give her some bruises or cuts. Because yeah. she's going to war and what she's just like, it's just pathetic. I mean, I'm sure it's all hand-waved by saying, well, she's an Amazon cheap, you know, whatever. I'm sure it is, but, but you can't hand-wave a between-the-legs shot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's not... If I'm seeing the, the, the bottom of a bum cheek... Yeah. If I'm seeing the, the crease at the bottom of a bum cheek, I'm, I'm seeing too much. Yeah, because it's like, that's not what this is meant to be about. No. She's meant to be a warrior. Yeah. She's meant to be a respected leader of the group. Yeah. And her running around in a skimpy skirt while you film up her skirt mm. doesn't really oh, scream Zach. leader. Oh, Zach. You bloody pervert. But anyway, that's not even that's not even one of the points. No, me neither. Um, but yeah, that was just a, something that I think needed to be said. And I'm glad we said it. And I'm so, going to take it back. Do you want to go back to your meandery? Sorry, disjointed. Disjointed, point. yeah. So the Wonder Woman scene, the Batman scene at the beginning seemed like it kind of came out of nowhere. Which one? Him beating up the guy and then oh, hanging him over yeah, the building because fear. the fear thing. So it's like, so he's met several of them. He already knows, yeah. And yet later he oh, makes yeah. reference to like, oh, I've already, I met one. It's like, but you've met several because you have experience. Of, you know yeah. that they're attracted to fear yeah. by the time you meet that one. Yeah. And so, yeah. Also, I didn't like the design of them, side point, because okay. I kept on thinking they were the cyborg guy. Yeah. They looked very similar. It was all pretty similar, wasn't it? It was all kind of like mechanical and, and flying. And, yeah. and I just thought, what a silly thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just silly. Like, you know, as if you'd have like little mini Wonder Women type things, you know, make them distinctive. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Don't have mini Wonder Women flying around. You wouldn't do that, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't, though. I wouldn't. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. Dare. <laughs> you wouldn't dare. You'd change at least the colour scheme. Yeah. Just so that it was clear. Yeah. But I felt like they didn't do that. No. It was and I felt anyway, like the, <laughs> the amount that that scene had to get across, there was a lot of like expositional stuff going mm. on in that scene. Mm. Um, and I felt it, it like it seemed a little bit like... What's going on? Out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so there was that. And the big one for me, when we were talking about disjointed, we're talking about stuff that doesn't really pay off, doesn't mean anything. Why is this here? Is our constant treats, our constant little trips to, hey, let's see what's going on with this random Russian family. Yeah, that was weird. What? Because they were saying, oh, this is a place where it's all going to start, right? 
where those that Russian family lived. Yeah. They were saying, oh, it, that's where... Because that's where they all were, those flying things, wasn't it? That's Yeah, that's where Steppenwolf set up his thing because yeah, that was like a way that was... In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And that was about it. Yeah. And Because I thought when we first went to them, I thought... Because, oh, yeah, the the hum- the earth box or the the box of man mm. was buried. And oh, I was like, oh, so it'll be buried it underneath somebody, some random person's house. But it wasn't. And we kept on going back to them. Yeah. And Just... I was like, well, what? there's got to be some kind of payoff here. Maybe one of these characters turns into some, you know, this is their origin for the yeah. later film or something. But it wasn't. No, and then just... they tried to escape and then Flash kind of helped them escape. But if Flash had helped them escape mm. and you'd never seen them before, you'd have had exactly the same emotional response to it. Yeah. If it... I felt like there was maybe something cut there a bit more. It must have been. Or, or or they were saying, somebody said, oh, there's not enough kind of humanity in it. You don't really yeah. get the stakes of it. And so like, well, look at these. These are regular people yeah. and they're worried. I do think that's a good point, though, that there's not enough humanity. It's very superhero-focused. Yeah. They all kind of are. Mm. But when you've got, like, a Lois Lane, or you've got a Martha Kent, it's like, these are normal people. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I just didn't understand what the point of the Russian family was. I guess, yeah, just a humanity thing. But, yeah, it was a bit weird. It's too much of it, though. You don't need it. Um, Yeah, so disjointed. Okay. Well, um, so I feel like my lack of storyline point is similar to that um which we've already talked about and then you you also had a similar point to me with um too many characters and and too much like uh which was a negative um like not enough time spent on them and so then they felt a little bit like loose people that were just kind of hanging around. Yeah. That you didn't have a clear idea of who they were. Yeah. And I think that, for me, that was a big point of it, was, like, the lack of kind of characterization of some of these key characters. Yeah. I felt, and I said to you, that I felt Alfred was weirdly drawn. He mm. had some funny lines that didn't quite, like, fit in. And yeah. his personality seemed to be very kind of uh, unclear. And yeah. different, and his, I don't know, I just felt like it wasn't right. It, it wasn't quite right. I, f- I feel like that with all of the characters, actually. Um, and I think in part, it was because there wasn't enough time for them. Yeah. And and I think some of the writing was pretty bad um, in terms of the character of that person. Mm. Felt a little bit muddy, yeah. a little bit loose. Like, who is this person? Well, they're kind of like this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it didn't feel right. I I didn't like um, that Amy Adams was just kind of a little sidebar as well. Mm. Like, she was just kind of like, oh, hi, I'm here and I'm sad. Mm. Um, see you later then. <laughs> like, and, and then she comes back for him and I don't know. Just, yeah. I don't know. Superman for me. And I don't know if this is the writing or the acting is just dry as a bone. Yeah. Like, and his little broody looks off camera. Do you notice that? He's like, at the very beginning, and then there was another moment as well, of like, the hey, mo- I'm thinking... The moment at the beginning was crazy. What, the looking off to the side? Yeah. What do I love most about Earth? Or something like that. Yeah. I'm looking off this direction. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, yeah, and he had another one of those moments later on, yeah. and you just think, oh, goodness. I don't know. It's just 
two D like a cartoon level yeah. of two D. Um, yeah, I just thought. Yeah, that was troubling. And I feel like <laughs> there was some real potential, like with Suicide Squad, with some of the characters, and mm. it just never really came to fruition. Yeah. I thought Aquaman could have been a really great character, a yeah. really great addition, but he didn't really have his moment to shine. He didn't really... I didn't really feel like I knew who that character was. Mm. The Flash was just very two-dimensional in that he's the funny, geeky guy, go. Yeah. You know, so they they all felt a little bit like almost, but not quite. Mm. Uh, the cyborg guy as well. I mean, I guess the point of him was somewhat mechanical and um, robotic. Yeah, but he was actually a little bit better. I felt like I knew yeah, his I story it, a bit yeah. more. It wasn't the most interesting character, no. but I think yeah, it was it, it was, was a, a character. Drawn you character. get yeah, you get yeah. who he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so similar to you in that, A, I think there were too many characters yeah. but for what they did with them. Mm. Uh, and B, I felt like they they didn't... Even though you don't give those characters a lot of time doesn't necessarily mean that you don't know who they are. Yeah. But I feel like this character both didn't give... Uh, this film didn't <laughs> give them time and didn't know who they were. Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to, to something that we were saying about, or something that I was saying about, Thor Ragnarok mm. um, of you can give a sense of... yeah you get all these little moments in that film and in a lot of the Marvel films yeah. I think you get little character moments even in the midst of mm. the action yeah because you've got to have the action it's a superhero film it needs action yeah. but to to kind of find these little these little kind of moments where a character could do one of two things yeah and which choice they make in that moment so tells you who they about are about. Who they yeah, are. Mm. I feel like Marvel's very good at that, and I feel like DC isn't very good at that. Yeah, I feel like DC's very much just like, well, how can we make more things explode? How can we yeah. make this action bigger and, and grander? And their their dialogue is a lot more stilted and a lot yeah. more expositional, yeah. which takes away from character. Yeah, I think character it's, development. It seems like in this one, which is why I kind of said about the the cartoons um in that it, it it does seem a lot like the characters are there just to set up the action yeah um like the 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 big fights and stuff that's the centerpiece and the people in it are just you know they're saying the things that they need to say to get to the next yeah. thing as opposed to forwarding the plot or as opposed to to telling you about who yeah. they are yeah um, yeah, and I think that's just... I just think that's a Zack Snyder thing. I just don't think he's yeah. that interested in characters. He's then, very good at visuals, but not well, so good at... that's my one of my next points. Uh-oh. Is um, that I, I do... I thought it was too kind of... Uh, cliché. I thought the villain was clichéd. Yeah. And the environment of that kind of dark desolate yeah. rocky environment it's just a bit tiresome after yeah. a while and i just thought no not again yeah. i can't watch this again this <laughs> this fucking i can't do it I again can't, Dan. I jesus can't. christ mate. jesus this is you know you're pushing me to my limit here. um no but that dark yeah like volcanic type yeah. of feel and oh desolate like wasteland type thing and then Action, which actually 
is within the same point, which just wasn't that great. Yeah, there wasn't a lot that was particularly exciting in terms no. of the action. It was just people punching things. Yeah, and like the kind of light bursting out of the... Yeah. Th- oh, no. Like when they're pulling the rocks apart or the boxes. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, mm. whatever. And then the point that, that we made when we were leaving the cinema of like... So Steppenwolf gets defeated and he's scared... And so then all the parademons attack him. Mm. It's like, what the fuck are those parademons doing? I haven't yeah. seen any parademons in like four or five minutes. Yeah. Like, are they just waiting there like bats in a cave? Apparently. Well, no, because they, they were at where the Russian family were, weren't they? And then they... Or is that where they all were? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And again, yeah, the, the sense of geography in, in the action scenes is yeah. pretty poor, I think. Yeah. You don't get it because it's all just dark and mm. like cloudy. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, red just, sheen. Yeah, it's too much, isn't it? Yeah, I get a bit bored now when that happens. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it does feel like. Oh, excuse me. Um, DC is still kind of going through the mistakes that I think Marvel are kind of starting to learn from. Mm. Like the Marvel made at the beginning. Yeah. When it was still kind of exciting enough that there were these superhero films coming out, so yeah. they kind of got away with it. But then they they start to learn right. So you need an intriguing big, villain. Yeah, big punchy finishes aren't necessary. People have seen them a lot, yeah. so let's try something a bit different. But yeah. DC is still kind of yeah, doing those things because they haven't learned from their own from Marvel's mistakes yet. Yeah, which is silly because one of the ben- you know as much yeah. as Marvel had the benefit of going first, they're going first. DC have the benefit of going being second. able to yeah being able to learn from Marvel and saying right, well we're not going to do what they've done wrong um but then they're not doing what they've done right either which is yeah. a shame yeah um so what was that point that point was um cliche cliched villain and destruction yeah i'm gonna make another point that's gonna be a negative let's hear it then superman yeah and you kind of discussed it a little bit already yeah um but he's not particularly interesting he's not at all interesting no um and he's too powerful and i know yeah. that this is a criticism that has been leveled at superman since the 1930s but it's true and with this film with this film you've got a dead superman he's dead he's gone he's dead you're going to bring him back that gives you a reason that gives you a very very easy way of saying well he's been brought back but he's not quite as powerful as he was before so yeah. we're able to tell some he's slightly more vulnerable so we're able to tell some slightly more interesting stories no he comes in and he just punches steppenwolf to death whilst Easily. laughing and smirking yeah he could have been like you know reading something on his phone yeah. on the other hand yeah he could have been reading one of the fine articles of the onion the Onion News Network. He could have been. been. It could have been. Um, could have been. Could have been. Uh, yeah, it just it just annoyed me. It just annoyed me that he came back and he was Larger super duper life. powerful. Because, and uh, I I said this to you on the day, like they're just shooting themselves in the foot for subsequent films. Because mm. now every film, you're gonna have to come up with a reason why Superman well, isn't in the fight. you just can't really have Superman there. No. Because there's no fight. It's like all the X-Men films, why the X-Men films had to find a way of getting rid of Professor X. Yeah. Because if he's in a fight, he can just shut everyone's brain down. It's like, done. So you've got to find a way of getting him out of there 
so yeah. then everyone else can fight and then if needs be you can just bring him back at the end and then he wins it really easily for everybody yeah. um, it just seems from a storytelling point of view yeah silly yeah like I, I'm happy for him to be super strong I'm happy for him to be really like near invulnerable I'm happy for him to be super fast I'm happy for him to have the eye beams the cold breath whatever do everything like the senses like super duper powerful but let's not make him radically stronger than aquaman yeah. let's make him slower than the flash and that always annoys me and they yeah. did the they did the race thing at the end yeah. which is great because that's like straight from the comics there's a famous issue of one of their comics where they have a, a race i think they've done it several times now where they have like a race around the world or whatever yeah. i think that's great because it's more fun it's more yeah, jovial it's, it's more whatever yeah. But have Flash win. Like, that's all he's got. Yeah. That's what the Flash does. You can't have Superman, just one of his powers, being equal or greater than yeah. all that the Flash is. Yeah. It annoys me. Um, so, yeah, I just think it was it was silly the way that they handled Superman. Also, I think they kind of went into resurrecting him pretty quickly. Yeah. That was the story. That was told very, yeah. They were like, well, if we just resurrect Superman, we won't so have wait, to do anything. This is like really tough. Oh, shit. What should we do? Oh, we just get Superman. Well, if there's back. this mother box, and if we charge it up and use it with the creation matrix and the Kryptonian ship, then we should be able, you know, we could be able to bring someone back from the dead. Whoa. We can bring, Superman? We can bring Superman back from the dead. Then we won't have to do a fucking thing. Come on, guys, let's do it. Um, so that happened very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, I liked having a little fight with him. Again, classic comic book stuff. There's heroes involved. There's going to be a, a, a misunderstanding at the beginning that's going to lead to some kind of fight because it's fun for people to see superheroes fighting. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Um, so that was good. I was happy with that. I liked that. I liked Flash going into the Speed Force and then Superman kind of turning around at the same kind of speed. Um, I like that. Yeah. That, and him like, oh, shit, I've never seen anybody be this fast before. That was nice. Um, and then, of course, Super Moustache. Oh, um, yeah, which I didn't notice. You didn't really notice, no. Which, I, so I, maybe maybe lots of people, most people wouldn't notice, but it was it was very noticeable for me. Um, so if, you do, if you're not aware, um, this is a film that had... 25 million dollars worth of reshoots earlier this year to get it changed when joss whedon came on after Zack snyder's daughter committed suicide and he left the project and joss whedon came on did yeah 25 mil of reshoots which is all well and good everybody you know they've still got the costumes sure at this point henry cavill is shooting a little film called mission impossible 6 for which he has grown what i can only assume is a delicious, thick, rugged moustache. Um, Warner Brothers say, would you mind shaving that off? Paramount, who is, you know, doing Mission Impossible, says, no way, baby. So I'd imagine half of the $25 million budget was just spent um, digitally erasing Henry Cavill's moustache, which is amazing because that means... That means that there is footage out there of Lois Lane and Superman having a very emotional conversation in a cornfield in whatever, in Kansas, where Superman has a moustache before they erased it. And even better, 
if they thought, right, we're going to make this easy for ourselves, we're going to cover his, mus- we're going to dye his moustache luminous green so we can green screen it out. I, I'm sure they didn't do that, but um, yeah. And so there are quite a lot of his scenes had obviously been reshot. Definitely that beginning bit with the mobile phone footage, yeah, and several other bits as well, um, where his like his mouth seems a little bit weird. His mouth, he has the same mouth as a lot of mouths when they try and do super kind of realistic CG stuff and it all looks good, but then people start talking and there's just something about the way human mouths move that computer animators have not been able to perfect yet. Hmm. And it was that, even though it was his real mouth. So I didn't really understand why it was like that, but um, yeah. Erasing it. I suppose you probably couldn't see his upper lip. Yeah, it takes away quite a lot of it. Moustache was like. Maybe it's a real, I mean. Maybe they gelled it up. (laughs) <laughs> even better i still want to see it um yeah um yeah okay, I, so I, what... I really want to see the it'll be interesting to see mission, any footage from mission impossible 6 now to see what, what how, kind of moustache is it like a little could be a little dirt moustache but i don't feel i feel like it wouldn't have been that much of an issue if it was no. just a little kind of like was uh, it a terry thomas Selick? it could have been a big Selick. could have been a big sam elliott like <laughs> Real kind of tea strainer. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Anyway. So, so my point is, I didn't like what they did with Superman in this film. Okay. It was too powerful and they resurrected him too quickly. Okay. I agree with that. Cool. Um, I have a fa- one final point. Oh, nice. And it is a positive. Nice. To end on a positive. Well done. Um, and it is simply Wonder Woman. Oh. I, aside from her absurdly ridiculous costume. Yeah. Um, butt cheeks. And, yeah, the perverted nature of the shots mm-hmm. of her. Um, I just think she's, she's very charming, very mm-hmm. compelling, very interesting. Mm-hmm. She's acted very well. Yeah. She is this kind of she has a little bit of an arc of like become you know finding her confidence to become the leader of this group and i just think she has a real presence yeah um and i don't know if that's wonder woman or gal godot is it godot it's godot yeah um whichever but she just has a real presence yeah she seems like a strong woman Mm -hmm. she's tall she's regal she's beautiful Mm -hmm. maybe it's just because she's a woman and i just love being able to see a strong woman in that kind of capacity but i do just think she's very charming and Mm -hmm. like interesting and she has some humor and she has some like compassion and she's You know, she's very well drawn, mm. I think, in, in this film and her own film. Yeah. Um, and she's just, yeah, a very kind of magnetic presence yeah. on screen. Um, and I, I always enjoy watching her. I think she's very good. Aside from the stupid costume, I would love to see her in a proper, yeah. proper kind of costume. Mm. Um, yeah, I just Some think she's great. And a jumper. Yeah. Well, no, like armory <laughs> yeah. type thing. And I also think along with her is just the scenes with the Amazons. Mm-hmm. I just think they're great as well. Yeah. Because they, they seem to have this kind of story behind them and yeah. this kind of 
like heritage. Yeah. You know, and they feel so much maybe because there has already been a film about them, mm. but they just feel like there are people. They yeah. are, you know, they have their you know, yeah, like their heritage and their culture and their history and their structure and the, I don't know. I just think it it works really well and I like watching it. And yeah. the, for me those some of those scenes were the best action scenes. The, the Amazons and, and they're like you know, even though they're going against, um, like, uh, whatever they are, the flying parademons. Yeah, uh, they they're still using kind of pretty old school, you know, yeah. bow and arrow type things. But they still make it's still pretty cool. Yeah. They still hold their own. They're still very brave and yeah. aggressive. And they, yeah. I love the scenes when there's all of the like horses, all of the. The, they're all coming like over the hill yeah. and they're like, you know, I know that's a very kind of cliched scene, but it's just very it's like, powerful. yeah, to see all these women like diving straight into mm. war, like these women warriors. Yeah. And yeah, I just think it's good. And I do. Yeah. I just think Wonder Woman, the actress, however you pronounce her name. Mm. Um, I just think she's great, but she has that thing that I love that is she's not a man she is still a woman yeah she has that kind of nature she's she's the one that goes to aquaman and is like look i get it it's tough you know like you know she has that compassion she has that um empathy Mm. that i think is something that um traditionally feminine qualities but still with that exactly yeah um, so yeah, I really like her mm. and I think without, I think this film would have been a lot weaker without her. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, so for me, she's a big, she's a big positive. And I do think the, I mean, I like an accent, but I think her accent does add to it. Yeah. It gives her a kind of somehow otherworldly yeah. kind of She's not quality. just another American. No. Like she's voice. an outsider. Yeah. She comes well. from somewhere. And that's what I mean. Yeah. Like yeah. links to her heritage. Like mm. she's not, she's not, you know, yeah. Just one of the other people that yeah. just turned up that happened to be living in New York. Yeah. You know, she's, she's from somewhere else. She's, yeah. she's got her own like past, her own mm. heritage, her own culture. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, that is my final, um, positive as well not necessarily her but even more specifically the scene with the amazons trying to uh, get the mother box away from steppenwolf it did i I do appreciate that they're still using bows and arrows and stuff yeah but i would love it if even if it was like not even like that they're using guns but it's like updated they're like somehow mystically empowered bows and arrows or something yeah because it's a lip like when he's like silly. walking in with armor and they're just pinging these arrows off him. Yeah. It's like it's girls, not working, girls. It's not doing. It's not doing anything. Yeah. All right. Let's let's try a different tact here. Um, but yeah, I th- I thought the the scene on Demoscira was a, was really really good. Just that one bit where um, the one Amazon lassoes the thing and then ties it to an arrow and then fires the arrow and it sends yeah. it through the air and then one jumps off one horse, onto grabs the, the box onto yeah. the other horse. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's yeah. amazing. Action. And that's what I mean. They seem really like... Fuck it. Well, like we're just going to yeah, do Yeah, and also really skilled. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good. They're, there's no fear yeah. to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, when it's kind of introduced in that kind of 
thing and there's the box and it's glowing and there's just like 50 of them all with their bows and arrows trained on it and stuff it's yeah very very cool but yeah that for me that was by far the best action yeah and that was was pretty early on very very exciting um yeah yeah Yeah, and i think gal Gal Gadot, Gadot, whatever is very good yeah um yeah she's you know they're dc or whoever is producing this are very lucky with her i think yeah because i think they were getting close to the edge of like this is just not working, yeah, guys. let's give up. And then they did Wonder Woman and that's worked and I feel like they've learned a bit from that yeah. and taken her and put her in this. And I, like I say, I think she held it up. Yeah. I think without her, it would have been a bit, sh- a lot more shoddy. Yeah. A lot more like, what the hell is going on here, guys? Yeah. Not as cool. No. Um. Yeah, and not as together as it was. But I think the big disappointment for me from this film is that they didn't learn I mean I I appreciate that these films take a long time to come out and Wonder Woman came out earlier this year didn't it yeah I think so I appreciate that a lot of it would have been in motion by that point but it's, it is still a shame that you can have a film that is I mean Wonder Woman is not a perfect film by any no, stretch no it's not no um, but it it was a real progression from Batman v Superman yeah and then to have this feel like a, it's going a back a real again. step back yeah is a is a big shame, and I th- I think you know I d- I don't like kind of lumping things on people, and especially people who are suffering through a, you know a family bereavement. But I just think oh, yeah. the sooner like... Zack Snyder steps away from all of this, I think the better it's all going to be. Really, I just think he's not. Did he... he not do the Wonder Woman one then? No, Patty Jenkins did the. Wonder oh yeah, Woman. of course, yeah. Um, so I just think yeah he's. He's, he's not the right. He doesn't. He, yeah. What other films has he done? He's done Three Hundred, which was oh, yeah. his best film, which was great because that was just yeah, that's all. That, it's that's just that's spectacle. Yeah. Just spectacle. It's just people fighting other people yeah. in slow motion, and it looks really cool. And all the good guys are like, ah, fuck it, ah, and yeah. all the bad guys are, oh, we're bad guys, yeah. and then that's it, and you're done. Yeah, that feels very him. And that was that's really good. He did uh, Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead, um, a remake. But again, that kind of sacrificed a lot of the uh, story, a lot of the kind of because it was a remake of one of the George A. Romero ones that's set in a like a shopping mall. And there's a lot of um, commentary in the original about like consumerism and you know American capitalist and all of that kind of stuff shopping too much and etc and it kind of got rid of all that just and it had running zombies in it which mm. a lot of people don't like um and it was more just kind of balls to the wall action and it was pretty good mm. for that um and then sucker punch which was the worst film ever terrible film um and then yeah man of steel i think that's pretty much all that he's done yeah. but it just it just seems very very clear that he is he is able to make gorgeous looking films. Yeah. Really, really good looking films. And I will absolutely not take that away from him. Uh, Watchmen he did as well. Which oh, again, all of that story yeah. just comes from the comic book. It's, it's, very dark. Yeah. Yeah, very, yeah, that kind of look. Um, yeah. Cool. He's just not a, he's not a character person. No, and I, I, I would hope that DC would be learning at this stage I don't know how well um, this film is doing so Justice League so far has made so this is we're recording this Saturday evening so it's had Thursday night and Friday Mm -hmm. 
and it's currently made $38 million domestically uh, and $70 million worldwide, which I think is... I think that's a disappointment. How much did it cost to make? For them. According to Google, uh, it cost $300 million. And so it's made 107 uh, Yes, 107 so far. Um, and a lot of... So it's got quite a long way to go. It's got a way to go. And a lot of how films are judged these days is it's that, that opening, opening weekend. weekend. Like, it can do lots are of things Are they meant to get all of the money back, though, in the first weekend or no, just, I, I, like, a good a chunk good of it? A good chunk of it, yeah. So if, if, they, if they don't do over $100 million uh, in the US mm. for the first weekend, I think they'll consider that a big failure. I don't know. I don't know, though. But it's, it's what I would hope that DC would learn from this is that you you can't just rely on the fact that, oh, it's Batman, oh, it's Superman, oh, mm. it's The Flash, oh, look at Aquaman. That see, yeah. Try and get some story, yeah. try and get some, some character. character. Um, it's It's been the thing that I've always believed, that they, they're trying so desperately to not be like Marvel, mm. that they're kind of... Not doing a good job. Yeah, not doing the things that Marvel's doing right. Marvel's not doing everything right, absolutely not. But... Cutting off their nose to spite their face type of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, it's a real spider face situation. Oh. Bah. Yeah. So what did you give it? Two. Uh, I gave it a two. Yeah, me too. I was, it was hovering around a one. It yeah, was hovering around a one. Because humour was almost a negative for me. Yeah, I felt like I couldn't really give it any, like, 100% mm. positives. Like, because it was funnier... Yeah. But some of it, some of it was, yeah. humour didn't work. Um, the Batman stuff was really good, but then also it wasn't perfect. There were a couple of bits that didn't really work yeah. out for me. Um, the Amazons, protecting the mother box was really cool, but then it just seems weird that they've all just got bows and arrows against stuff. Yeah. It's like, why is this being left with them to protect if they've just got, if they well, haven't updated their weaponry in I suppose 2,000 years? Like, it was left with them 2,000 years ago. They, it hasn't been regularly audited. Who should we leave it with now? Well, then that's, you know, whose fault is that? Do you know what I mean? There should be, should have been inspections going, Ofsted goes around. How, how are you protecting your motherboard now in the year 2011? Just, or just the same, just the same. Just the same as we did. Just the same. Remember when you came back in the year 12? It's the same. Just if it ain't broke, that's the Amazon's <laughs> way. If it ain't broke, we're fixing it, baby. Yeah, no, I agree. I found it hard to find clear, good points. Yeah. There was a lot of things that I didn't like about mm. it. And actually, I think the greatest criticism I can level at it was that I thought it was quite boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even, so, even if these films are stupid, yeah, they shouldn't be boring. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah, so that's that's my biggest criticism. But I think one it, we decided was bad, right? Yeah. And I don't think it was quite bad. No. But it was it was almost there. Yeah. It was hanging around. And I remember that I gave Batman v Superman two stars, mm. I think. Oh, wow. I think maybe that, that was, was generous. generous. Yeah, that no, should I have been a one all day. All day, baby. One all day. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think it was a bad film. I think it was just okay the world's film. most expensive Saturday yeah, morning cartoon. 300 million. Jeez. Just for something very, very simple. Wow, there you go. Yeah. Um, so thank you, dear listener, uh, for giving us uh, your time. I know it was a bit of a longer one, but 
I mean, the, these these events don't come along all the time. This is the first ever Justice League film. Yeah. This is very exciting. Um, thank you, Tiffany B, for sharing your wisdom, sharing your love, sharing your disdain. Um, always a thrill. You're welcome. Lovely. Um, and what did we learn this week? What did we learn? Um... We learned that if you're going to spend $300 million on anything, make sure it's good. Just make sure. Just make sure it's good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe learn from your mistakes. And I'm not just trying to butter you up, but maybe give that amount of money to a woman to direct it. Because oh. so far, who's done best? An old PJ, Patty Jenkins, PJ and Duncan. Um, yeah, so maybe, maybe, maybe give her the keys to the kingdom for a little bit. Or and just maybe somebody Zay, better as well. Yeah, maybe just anyone better than Zack Snyder. With, you know, with all respect to the Where's your regret family for his family situation. situation. Cheers! <laughs>